Welcome back in to Changing the Times. I'm your host, Josh Dacia, alongside my colleague, David Ulex. Spencer Grossinger is in rover mode where he shows up whenever he wants, so he'll be joining us shortly. David, a full month of the season is now in the books in the NFL. All right. Last week, we had uh, five teams that were had not come up with a win yet, and none of them remain. You know, the, your Jets. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One team does remain. Jacksonville Jaguars still remain. Um, and, the, and the Detroit Lions. And the Detroit Lions. There's I think two those are the only two that did not get a win last week, if only, I'm not mistaken. You are correct. Your your New York Giants and the Jets won yep. as well. As well. Uh, they get off the schneid. In fact, Danny Dimes looked pretty good. Uh, yep. Only quarterback threw for over 400 yards last week. Uh, NFC Player of the Week. Yeah. So as much as uh, you know, Spencer has been writing the guy off and saying this is it, you know, it looks like David, there's something with that kid. I th- I think they got to give him another chance. I really do. I, I I know you're ready to write him off. I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, I think he's one of these guys that he he still might need another year. But it's one of these deals. I think you see what he is. It's like inconsistent. It's um. He, he has his highs are good. His lows are bad. I mean, is he much different than any other you know mid tier quarterback? Is he definitely a starting quarterback in the NFL? I think the answer is a hundred percent yes. You know. It's it's now comes to the idea for me. It's as a franchise when you're evaluating this guy into what's going to end up being an extension year, most likely where you're probably got to pay him. Is do you actually want to pay this guy big money and move on with him long term? That's a question they have to ask internally. I don't know what the answer is. I'd still like to evaluate him for the rest of the year. You know, he doesn't seem to necessarily make what I would call quote unquote winning plays. You know, last week he did have a very good week, but you know. There's still times where you're just like he doesn't have that ability just to kind of break through that wall. We need overtime, you know, to break through the wall. But you know, he's been playing well. I mean, there's you you can't say he's playing bad right now. And maybe maybe that next progression is coming. So you know, just it's kind of a wait and see for me. David, speaking of, speaking of guys who you know we're still waiting and seeing what he's going to become. Uh, Spencer Grossinger joins us. You know, a little late. You know, he's he's not a guy that shows up for the first two or three quarters. Comes in around the fourth quarter. Spencer, thanks for he taking comes, the time. He comes in the fourth quarter clutch, and you know what? He wins the game. Yeah, I'm sorry about everything, you know. Don't be sorry. Be be on time. Just be you. No, so. don't be sorry. Be on time. No, I got it. That's why I tell time. my guys. Don't be sorry. Be on, be on time. No, I got to be better, you know. Be on time. Not better. Be on time. I need to All issue right. an apology. All right, Spencer. Yeah, you can be like Urban Meyer, you know. We'll get to that in a little bit. I want to be Urban. All right, so Spencer, Danny Dimes, he won. Last week, your Giants. Uh, is he? Is did he give you anything more to, of hope or no? I mean, the 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 pocket, the 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 guards in the center. They they have to play well for Daniel Jones to be effective. He has gotten better each and every year. Now, last year against the Eagles, he kind of had the same performance, and then the Cincinnati injury really prevented us from seeing Daniel Jones and really seeing if he was. Uh, the guy last year, we had a little because he got hurt and then he had to come back for the last couple of games. But I've been in the camp that Daniel Jones is is not really that franchise quarterback. And here we have the Cowboys and the Rams. And it's pretty much up to Jones if this season's going to be worthwhile. He needs to probably win this weekend and not go to one at four. I mean, your record is what it is at this point. He can't really extend plays. But Daniel Jones's arm strength is getting better, 
And if the pocket remains clean, it certainly was an impressive performance throwing for 400 yards. So it's looking like he's not going to be the guy, but if they have a huge upset win, it could potentially change. Fans. I don't know if he's not looking like the guy. I think the guy has serious potential. I think he's, you know, is he a top half quarterback in the league? I don't know. You know, probably well, not. if you don't know, then that's what you're looking for. That's kind of the point. But you, you have to sign him for more money than he's making now. So, so let me ask you a question. Do you do like a Mitchell Trubisky? Say, okay, we're not going to value it and let him go somewhere else? I don't know. It's just a, it's a, it's a very, very, very tough question. You know? Well, David, I look at – there's two quarterbacks that I look at that are better in the draft than, than uh, Jones. This draft looks terrible right now, by the way, from a quarterback's perspective. I think the kid – I think Malik Willis is like a Kyler Murray sort of talent, the kid from Liberty. And he gives you more dynamic than Jones, and also Carson Strong from Nevada is 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 better than Jones too. So, I mean, we'll see, Coach. He's been like a mediocre quarterback in the NFL. I don't think. I, I think the reality is ultimately he's going to get year four because I think I, I agree with Coach. I'm not. I'm not going to say what these guys will be in the NFL, but it looks like the quarterback class is weaker. You know, just to be honest, doesn't mean that these guys, you know, you've had what we've had, quote unquote, weak classes and these guys blow it out the water. But, you know, from Italian uh, evaluation prospect, there is a is a weaker class. You you have a guy who's under contract for the fourth year. He is showing signs of life. I'd be I think the only quarterback that they would replace Daniel Jones with would be potentially is make a mega trade for Deshaun Watson. And that's not the Giants style. And David, they could have drafted Herbert, um, but they chose to keep Jones. So I, yeah. I don't know if you're going to make that mistake again, though. Well, I, I wouldn't do it. It's possible. Well, you may not. All right. So speaking of other other news that's happened, and David, you and I talked about this earlier. Urban Meyer situation needs to be addressed. Honestly, I think it's a non. I think it's a stupid issue. I think if they were winning, they wouldn't have this issue. Um, you know, to be honest with you, from what I – he just looks like he just wants to get out of Jacksonville in the worst way. Ironically, their team looked like they had their best game of the year uh, Thursday night against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and then all of a sudden he stays back and goes to some – you know, it looks like some random bar. and Family-owned bar in Columbus. Yeah, and let's be honest, David, we've talked about this for years. You're a public spectacle. You and I have been in coaching before. You know, people, you know, they look for scandal. I think I'd like to squash this right now. I don't care, you know, but you, you and here's the deal. If I'm Shad Khan, who's the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars is, Hey man, everybody doubted me for keeping you, uh, giving you a shot. I'm riding with you. I'm riding with you. I don't care about your personal life. Fix my team because I gave you 10 million a year. What's your thoughts? Um, honestly, I think that this is, first of all, I, I think it's true. You know, if this was Urban Meyer, I know I'm going to go with completely different circumstance for Urban Meyer, but this photo comes out when Urban Meyer is at Ohio State and he's um, 9-0 and going into um, a game against, like, Indiana. Yeah. Or whatever it is, you know. 5-0 going into some random week. Does anyone really care? Does anyone really questioning his ability to lead a team? No. Because no. He's had success everywhere he's gone. Yeah. So, right now, the, this is all about him being – 0-4 in this photo being leaked. And do I think the uh, – I mean, I've talked to Spencer off-air about this, you know, 
I think this is complete conspiracy theory for me is that I think that in a family owned bar, which it is, the, the Meyer, more like a cousin or something owns the bar, you know, you know, you have a lot of control of who's around him. It just really feels like this whole thing was completely leaked by Urban. You know, it seems like he wants out. And if I'm the owner of the Jacksonville, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, I am not playing into this whole BS, you know. You know, you signed up to be the coach. You're going to be the coach. And if not, you know, th- this whole thing seems like with USC looming over, this is, it seems like Urban's dream job. I'm not sure why he took the, Jack- the Jaguars job other than the money, which is a lot of money. But for me, it's a non-story. If they're if they're three and one at this point, no one would care. If they were two and two at this point, no one would care. Even one and three at this point, very little would care. So it's a non-story to me. It's just something to distract, and it gives it gives the media something to talk about. I mean, I think all the uh, last point about it. I think all the other things of you know Urban Meyer's inability to coach in the NFL are probably more valid than this situation right here. Spencer, I know you have a lot to say, but let's keep it in our two minutes. How's that sound? Yeah. Well, well, David said a lot, and you put pressure on me there by, by saying that it's going to be a long soliloquy. Well, but Let's go. Uh, okay, okay. Th- this Urban Meyer situation, uh, <laughs> I, it, it's because it's Urban Meyer. It's, it's, it's because he kind of lied out of Florida. It's because he, 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 some people think he's made up the health problem story. He had the issue with Zach Smith. He's not very well liked from a public standpoint. If this was Brendan Staley that this happened to, I mean, Urban Meyer is a lightning rod. And some guys in the media are not well liked. um, And and that's Urban Meyer. And the thing is, is that he's with his family. The fact that that nobody would take him home is kind of hard to believe. And looking at the situation here, it's just going to be another, I guess, bullet for people that want Urban Meyer fired. It's a, it's a stereotype. It's a stereotype that he can't work in the NFL. If you're Jacksonville, you cannot fire Urban Meyer because you fire coaches every single year. This It's his first year in the pros. Everywhere, th- this guy knows how to adapt, knows how to be successful. Uh, even though I said it wouldn't be successful, I I, I want to see Urban stay in Jacksonville. So, all right, great. Uh, you know, like I said, they're all, they had a tough loss last week. Um, you know, I David, I don't look at even though the locker room seems to be pulling itself apart. You know, similar to when he brought uh, Kobe Altman brought uh, John Beeline in to coach the Cavs a couple of years ago. You know, I I think this. I, however, I think and and Beeline was like go midway through the year. Um, for, for reasons because he would just want to teach his players and they wanted to coach them and they didn't want to be coached. And I think in some cases when college coaches struggle is because they have a hard time adapting to that. They still want to coach them and control. Uh, and it doesn't appear to be working out too well, but I hope they ride it out and actually root for success in Jacksonville. All right. Well, let's talk about something else that I actually was talking about the mentioned earlier, uh, the state of play in New York football, the New York, New York, all right. Minus the Buffalo bills were having incredible success. We're talking about the Giants and the Jets, who, for the first time ever on Sunday, went into overtime and won a game together on the same day. So the Giants and Jets won in overtime on the same day. Never happened before. Um, compared to the state of play in Pennsylvania, where you have the one and three Eagles and the one and three um, Pittsburgh Steelers. In your opinion, who 
who has a who's a, who's a, uh, has more of an upside, the Jets and Giants right now, or the Eagles and Steelers? David, you fire first. I think right now it's definitely the. I think it's definitely the what's it called the the Jets and Giants. You know, I think the Eagles are stuck in the mud no matter what right now. You know, you have Zach Wilson, who yeah, the first few weeks he's been throwing a lot of interceptions, but last week, I mean, against a good Titans team, I mean, you saw. You saw the full skill set on display in that second half, and I mean, it looked special. I mean, it just looked different. He looked like he looked like a guy that has it. Whatever it is, it looked like that. You know, he and this is a team that lacks talent in so many different places. I mean, Corey Davis is a good receiver, but he's not. I can't call him a great receiver in the NFL. I mean, that throw he made to Corey Davis down the field, like that's the the improvisation that you kind of drafted Wilson to be and it's kind of similar to the we'll get maybe get into it later with Justin Fields where it seems like Salah and I don't know Spencer you can correct me and tell me whatever whoever the coordinator for the giant the Jets is I just don't know who it is off the top of my head they took they took the the chains off him a little bit in that second half and just let Zach Wilson be Zach Wilson instead of just like this mediocre game manager that he is never going to be so you know, I, I'd be very excited if I was a Jets fan because it kind of looked like, hey, we drafted this guy and now we're seeing the flashes. And it's one good game, so it's only one really good half. But you saw the flashes. Hey, it's there. And it might not be a total mistake like it looked like the first three weeks. And it has to be something that you're very excited about if you're a Jets fan. And the Giants, you know, I'm not, you know, as I said, I think Daniel Jones is a mid-level quarterback, but the Giants go down to New Orleans. They win the game. The Giants could be 2-2 two and two easily right now, if not for a penalty that, by all accounts, should never have been called in Washington. When looking back on the offsides, it just was not offsides. So I think that the Giants and Jets are on a little bit more of an upside where the Eagles, God knows what they're doing, and the Pittsburgh Steelers – Outside of the quarterback, they're a really good team, but God knows what direction they're ever going with that. Spencer. I still like the future of Pennsylvania football because I, I look at the Steelers and I just think the Steelers are an elite franchise. I think their ownership's actually a lot better than the Giants. I like mm-hmm. Tomlin a lot. You have JJ Watt. They're gonna get a top level TJ Watt. TJ Watt. <laughs> I like that they're going to get Malik Willis or Carson Strong in this draft. And the Giants. Are you out of your mind? Once again, here's your false accusations whatsoever. I like that. Here's the thing about the Giants, David, is that do you really see them beating either the Rams or the Cowboys? I mean, they're going to be one in five. One in five, and 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 their general manager Dave Gettleman's likely going to be fired. Their coach might be fired. They're going to be one in five unless they beat either the Cowboys asked, or the Rams. I never said either one was good, Spence. But you asked me which one's better. I like the I, I'll the take Eagles. the situation in New York with the best court, most talented quarterback of the future. I will. I'm time. afraid that the Eagles are going to get either. I'm afraid the Eagles are going to get a top quarterback in the draft next year. What's okay? Watson. All right, all right. I'm going to say this to you. Also, Devontae Wilson over any quarterback in this draft coming up. Also, Devontae Smith is very, very. Good. I agree with you about the New York Jets and Zach Wilson, though. I that's why. That. That's where I'm going to go with that. That Zach Wilson is better than any quarterback coming out in this draft. That's my opinion. He's a superstar quarterback. That's my opinion. And I could be wrong. I'll be- die with that opinion. He's the Trey Young of football. He's going to fail a little bit, but they're built by year three. Zach Wilson's going to be like Josh Allen. He's going to, uh, David, David hit it 
perfectly correct. Yeah. We'll see. He's better than Lawrence all day long. We'll see. Uh, I'm high on the guy, and if I'm wrong, guess what? I'll have have egg on my face on. This is a guy that I've been very high on since week two, basically week one of last year in college. Very high on him. Mm -hmm. I'll be wrong if I'm wrong. And David picked Mahomes. (laughs) For what? To be the best at Texas Tech. He said he would be an amazing NFL player. I don't think we knew each other back then. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I missed that conversation about seven or eight years ago. Um, um, but I was very high on Mahomes, but yeah. Okay, all right. So, David, here's a question for you. I watched the Green Bay Packers and, and the Steelers play on Sunday. Yep. i got to be honest with you. Ben Roethlisberger, the wheels have fallen off. I mean, he looks like it, – it's sad what he looks like out there. It really is. I mean, he, you know – Can we talk about something else about the Green Bay-Pittsburgh um, game before I forget? I'm sorry to interrupt, Coach. The winking between Tomlin and, and uh, I loved it. I loved it. Talk about the gamesmanship. I loved it. So, David, describe what happened and when that when that he's, he's making throws. Rogers like winking at him. There, I think that there's something telling me. There's something telling me that the the Pittsburgh Steelers could be the destination for Aaron Rodgers next year. It seemed like there's a lot of mutual respect there. Well, you know, it was interesting. I never even looked at it that way, but I, I do like the fact that he was up going up and down the field, and all of a sudden it looked like Rodgers had him caught, and he and Tomlin sprints across and calls a timeout because he knew his defense was nowhere near ready, okay? David, you might be on to something. Maybe, and let me tell you something. How fitting would it be if Rodgers ended up in Pittsburgh to finish his career with another story franchise? I mean – I mean, I think that I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just making too much into it, but it seemed like there was like a little bit of like a mutual respect and like you know a little gamesmanship. But at the same time, never crossing that line. You know, just like you know, it's just something I started watching. I'm like, could this be Aaron Rodgers' destination next year? Because the wheels are falling off, but this is still a really good team. This is perfect, David. And they you also get, get to play Bill Belichick. You get like- a high first round pick, and you get Aaron Rodgers for a few years. Yeah, it, it, it's so much better than Denver. I'd much rather be around Tomlin than Shermer and Fangio. I mean, and, and you also have T.J. Watt. You have the Watt relationship. It's a, it's an incredible decision. That that would be amazing. I mean, I, I could be wrong. It's just something that starts like clicking my head. Like this could be the spot. Well, one thing is, David, is that if Aaron wants the big city, Pittsburgh is a little like Green Bay. I'm not saying it's Green Bay, but it's Western PA. It's a yeah, mid-sized but, American city. But, but it's a place where he can. It's a place where he could cement a legacy. He could play for five more years out there. He could cement a legacy with a story franchise like Pittsburgh. Okay. All right. I agree with it. Okay. All right. So, David, let's get back to my yeah. question. Is, have one, at some point, do the Pittsburgh Steelers replace Ben Roethlisberger? This, is, this has to be his last year. And if it's his last year, it's going to be very – like with the quarterbacks on roster, unless you really believe in getting a look at – Dwayne Haskins. I mean, do you really pull the plug on him? I don't know. I mean, it's it's so tough. It, this is such a such a loaded question. Um, because are, are there any quarterbacks on that roster that are really even better than him? Is the next question. No, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I, I, I you could have an opinion. I, I just don't know. I think you have to talk to Big Ben because there might be a way that Ben after he might want to retire after this game against the Broncos. Like he might this might want to be his last start tonight or uh, this week, Spencer. 
Yeah, because Ben is miserable and he's just getting hit more and it's unproductive. And, you know, you could trade like a third round pick for Mitchell Trubisky, maybe for the rest of the season or like a or like a lock or a, a guy who started a couple of games. I think I won four in a, in a division that looks like it, the, the top end of it is not really going to lose. You're not making a move to out of nowhere try to win a few more games. It's like you're you're going to either ride into the sunset with Ben or you're just going to – I know no one likes to hear this word – or you're just going to go what you have and you know, you're, you're not really going to push to get to the six-win mark just for the hell of it. <laughs> I think Ben should also fake an injury and then come back for like a winnable game just to – you know, like an Eli retirement. All there right. you go. Talk about another quarterback that got injured on Sunday, and his replacement was drafted third overall, Trey Lance. The 49ers ended up losing the game to Seattle. And Trey Lance has looked pretty good when he's when he stepped into games. David, when does this become Trey Lance's football team? Um I, right now, if I'm if I'm Kyle Shanahan, Trey Lance was good on Sunday. I wouldn't say great. I think the one thing that Trey Lance has going for him is that he he doesn't need to play right away. So it's kind of like this. I like the a idea. Of that, I, I, I like this idea of just letting him learn and, you know, and not putting too much pressure on him early. It's kind of, you know, Justin Fields got thrown into it early. He won this weekend, but it's not the point, you know. It has nothing, it's less to do with Jimmy G. It's like. It's so much like when you think Trey Lance can go in there and be highly successful, you don't need to rush him into anything. Jimmy G will win you some games. And, you know, I, I just don't like the idea of potentially rushing a guy who I think is going to be very, very, very good in right away. You know, you know, I think he's a few weeks away, maybe week eight, week nine, bring him in. I think he's he looks very good, but just don't rush it. It's my opinion. Spencer. When's, I would, what's Trey Lance's team? Actually, it's interesting. When Lance comes in the game, there there's no motion uh, in, in the offense. So it's really – he's really on a developmental plan. Like he's learning the playbook in incremental pieces. And, and that playbook, the West Coast system, from what everything you hear, is a very, very difficult system to master. So Garoppolo, I think he's a lot better than an Andy Dalton. And this is a competitive yep. team. So – I agree. Like you got to keep Jimmy in there. I think Jimmy can even beat the the Cardinals and then Lance. I actually think if Jimmy can can play next year is really when they want to do this. Next next season. That's, that's fair. It, it yeah. goes to the, sorry. It, you know, it, it goes to this whole idea. Like I was reading about um, guy who looks completely in over his head uh, in Davis Mills and with oh the God, right now. He looks bad and. But at the end of the day, he was drafted as developmental quarterback, right? So you're talking about a guy who uh, – I forget who it was, maybe Dan Orlovsky. They, they was talking about on a podcast yesterday. You're talking about a guy who is completely in over his head, right? And it's like – but yet you didn't actually follow through with the plan that was originally put in place where we're going to wait a full year and he's got to develop a year, learn the system – you know, learn how to be an NFL quarterback, and then maybe by year two or three in development, he could be a, a starting quarterback. Now you put the guy out there week two, and now it's well, actually it was week three on a Thursday night, and now it's week four. He's starting his first NFL season, and now you've completely scarred. You've basically thrown away the draft pick because it's going to be very hard to keep this guy 
and say, hey, we're going to develop him for another year because everybody now thinks the guy's terrible. And I'm it's kind of like you have to trust your process when you're drafting these guys. The 49ers said, hey, we're really going to let Jimmy G be the quarterback this year. So you know what? You know, trust your process. And and also San Francisco is a very polarizing market. And say that Lance goes in there and you're right. And he and he doesn't and he looks very inconsistent. Looking back on Tua in year one, I mean, there's gonna be rumbles about Rodgers and there's gonna be rumble. It's not healthy for Trey Lance at all, actually. If he if he goes in and is very all right. So, so let me ask you this question then. Matt Nagy, Chicago Bears head coach, continues to point out that when Andy Dalton is healthy. He's going to be QB one, and Justin Fields, who won on Sunday, will be QB two. Is he kind of doing the same thing to prevent? You know, I think it will be as inevitable him getting fired at the end of the year by saying that you know what we're going to keep the rookie quarterback back. You know, he's going to get his opportunities, but you know what? Right now, it's still Andy's team when he's healthy. You think he's trying to do the same thing? I would have to imagine he's doing trying to do the same thing, but. The only difference is you're two starts deep with Fields at this point, and you know it's going to be hard. From my opinion, it's very hard to go back once you're two starts deep. You know, with a quarterback that's not as Spencer pointed out is very, very fair. It's not as good as Jimmy Garoppolo. Andy Dalton's not Jimmy G. Jimmy G is a better quarterback any day of the week. I don't care what anyone would say to me. I'm not saying this guy is the best, but he's much better. And the Bears are a franchise that just – Matt Nagy, he needs to make it work now with Justin Fields. They had that opportunity before the season. Hey, let's go with let's go with Dalton. Let's go with Dalton. But it just – injury-wise, it hasn't worked out. I just don't see why turn back on it. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Justin Fields, what I was going to say is that the Bears, their fan base, they're totally – um, in this Justin Fields, and they're a rebuilding team where the Niners are. The Niners are a complete win now team, and okay. Garoppolo's made a Super Bowl, so it, it it's it's and and yes, it's it's a totally different situation. The Bears are like the Jets with Wilson. So. Okay, we're gonna go fact or fiction. All right, let's play a game fact or fiction. Joey Bosa said uh, when Derek when Derek Carr gets pressured, he curls up. Fact or fiction? Spencer. It's a big fact. I mean, as much as I like Derek Carr, uh, and I love the trash talk there with uh, with Bosa, but you see it. I mean, you see you see Carr flinch up, and um, he is extending better. He's playing a lot better, but at the same time, we need to see consistent Derek Carr um, every every season. So, David, fact or fiction? Vic Vangio, uh, Denver Broncos head coach, had reason to be upset about what Baltimore did to grab a piece of the rushing record. I mean, do you have the audio? Uh, actually, you know what, Coach? I do have the audio on this one. You want me to play it first? Yeah, that'd be right. great. Play it. Let's pull it up right here. Uh, you have a problem with the last play that Baltimore ran? Yeah, I thought it was kind of bullshit, but I expected it from them. You know, I've 37 years in pro ball. I've never seen anything like that. So, but it was to be expected, and we expected it. Why did you expect it from them? Because I just know how they operate. You know, they, that's just their, you know, mode of operation there. Player safety is secondary. That's a- Called player safety secondary. 
Now understand something. When he said this comment, he was also calling timeouts for this team, like with his team that was down, uh, down. I think they were down like fourteen points. Was under sixteen points for like six, five seconds ago. He's called timeouts. Yeah. So with all due respect to John Harbaugh, I'm saying screw you, man. You know what? I'm gonna stick it in your ear. So I, I, I think Vic Vangio is a fraud. I think he's gonna get fired at some point. Um, you know. You know, and they obviously lost, they lost to Baltimore, and they're no longer undefeated. So, so David, you know, is it, I'll put it to you this way: Is Denver a team that's going to be to be reckoned with, or not really? No, no, no. I mean, they're a team that maybe could sneak into a wild card based on you know maybe some favorable results, a little bit of a favorable record, you know, maybe an upset here or there. But even if they get into the playoffs and they look good at times, they go on little streaks. They are what they are. They're they're an average football team with a weak schedule this year. Okay, all right, Spencer. Arizona, the only undefeated team in the, in the NFL. Will they be coming out of the AFC West? NFC. NFC West. I'm sorry. I'm going to say no. Because because Arizona starts every year off. You know, they start every year off, you know, playing very good football. But when the weather gets cold and you're going to have Kingsbury and Kyler go to. It gets very cold out in the West. (laughs) Some East Coast cities. I just think that a safer bet is McVay um, and the Rams looking right now or the Niners. So I I don't think that this keeps up a whole year. I would be very surprised. Uh, I think it's just classic September. They're playing great football in September. But then eventually you're going to see them start to really have some inconsistent performances. I mean, they caught the Rams when the Rams were, you know, sniffing themselves after the box. The Vikings had a field goal to beat this team. This team, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury, when has he ever gone a full season without hurdles? And and if Kyler can do it, then hats off to him. The J.J. Watt signing is looking like a great signing. So I will say that about this team. It's very impressive, but I don't see it last. Spencer, I'm, I'm just has nothing to do with um I just want to know when they're going to the East Coast and you know, I, David, I'm looking up that right now. And, I, uh, I just want to know when they're going hey, to the East they're Coast. They're not they're not going to the <laughs> maybe in the playoffs. Spencer, I'm just talking about in the in the regular season. I'm trying I'm looking at the schedule. I'm trying to figure out when this East Coast trip West is. Coast, hey, it can get cold on the they go to the Browns. They they, they they go to the oh, Chicago. They go they go to the they go to the Browns on um Sunday um in a October. Week. I'm just trying to figure out when they're going to the East Coast, Spencer. Is yeah, Detroit they, the East Coast? No. <laughs> okay. just, uh, yeah, I, I just you know what? That's classic. You guys call me also not looking at research. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't you know I didn't right. see the research yet. Okay, Spencer, I, just, I, just, I had to ask a question. That's okay. No, it was All perfect. Right. I'm cool All with right. it. All right, Spencer. Buffalo Bills are dominating the last three weeks. Are they coming out of the AFC? AFC East or the AFC in general? AFC in general. I said this on our show last night. I'm actually changing course and giving the surprise, the surprise AFC champion. And it's from the AFC West and it's not Kansas City. I am so enamored with Brendan Staley and what the Chargers are doing. I'm actually going to say it's the Chargers, but I was dead wrong on the AFC East. You guys picked Buffalo and it looks like Buffalo coach. 
I think Buffalo, you're absolutely right. You nailed it. They're going to be right there at the end. So probably AFC championship, but I'm going to take the surprise chargers out of the AFC. Fair. Okay. Okay. That's fair assessment. All right, guys, who's had a bigger upside in the first month? Like if you could pick up one star, obviously eliminate Kyler Murray. All right. Even though he didn't look great on Sunday, he's still probably the NFC or the, the NFC East uh, NFC player, of the player of the month. Who would you say is a star? Any surprises? Surprise player. Yeah, it's really stood out for the first month. Um, even though I, I I'm gonna say my our su- surprise player. I, I I'll go a, a little bit off this quarterback path because it's the only like position that we could ever really talk about. And there's really not any huge, huge, huge surprises outside of Kyler Murray. I mean, I'll say the guy that's really stepped up is Debo Samuel. This guy looks like. He's leading the NFL in receiving yards out of nowhere. And this guy just looks like an absolute superstar. Can't car- just does everything on the field for the 49ers. And probably a guy we haven't seen watch a ton of, but you just can't cover him. And it just is absolutely dynamic on the field for me. He's just really stepping up and he's playing his way into an absolutely big time payday in about a year on an extension. Spencer. I'll actually say uh, a guy that that potentially could be a star, especially you know if he wins this week. Uh, Joe Joe Burrow's just just you know making clutch plays. So I'm interested to see if Joe Burrow and the Bengals are going to continue this trajectory. All right, all right, all right. So guys, we can't go without the show without talking about the game of the year, the game of the century that was projected. That was actually, in my opinion, very boring and mundane. Tom Brady returns to New England. And uh, Bill Bel- defeats Bill Belichick. He'll be the only quarterback in NFL history to uh, beat every team in the NFL with the win on Sunday that he had. Uh, he's me, not the only quarterback in history, Coach. He's not. No, there's two others, but it's okay. Wait, rookie quarterback or former? Well, quarterback? you got Peyton Manning and Drew Brees did it before him, but both did. Oh, so, Coach. So to what? Well, Geno Smith. Beat, too. They beat every. They beat, they beat every, every team in the NFL. Yeah, both those guys. So he joins an elite company. So what did you take of the game? Spencer, you can go. I actually like the game a lot because, you know, there's games in the NFL. Sometimes you see no defense. You look at Kansas City and the Eagles, and this game was rain. This game had strategy implications in it the whole way. It was drama-filled. It was a very competitive, close game, and it was a throwback to, like, running the football. You had Leonard Fournette. And some people think that the power back is going extinct. So it kind of brought you back to the early 2000s. It's like an early 2000s Patriots feel. I will say this about the game. I really didn't like how the Patriots handled Tom Brady breaking that record. First of all, they they spotted it wrong and it was a timeout and they didn't even honor him. Also, the fans booing Tom Brady was just pretty pretty ridiculous it was crazy to even see that when he stepped out on the field um bill belichick after the game i wanted to see more of an embrace i mean all the players gave tom their respect Bill belichick it was ridiculous bill belichick too looked like a real grump and he 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 came off poor in the end of the game uh bill belichick spent 20 minutes they said with him in the locker room so i would say and tom brady's been saying this the reports are inaccurate. What they shared for 20 years is something that, that they don't need to share with everybody. So, What uh, do you just think, be- David, about the game? I, I thought it was a good game. I kind of laughed because they 
I think the boo was more of like a joke. They yeah, booed so him, but the, remember when he came on the field, everybody was cheering him. So when he came on the field before the game, so I, I'm not sure exactly what was going on there with the boo. You know? Yeah, right. it, it might just be the whole you know. Okay, now we're playing you. We we've got a we you can't be your fan. That being said, I thought the game was a really good game. I mean, it was in the rain. It was like classic Belichick, Brady. You know, Brady comes out on top, but you know, it's you know the Patriot way. You know. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, just, I mean, missed field goal, but they win. I mean, Belichick was at his very, very best, I think, on game plan. You know, I think it was just absolutely a great game, you know, in my opinion, just not a ton of points. And the whole embrace after the game, I mean, I think you you read too much into that one way or the other. I mean, I I don't know if they were supposed to hug for what what the amount of time would be. I I don't know what the right amount of time would be one way or the other. Brady refutes all reports that there's any rift between between them. I mean, there is that report that Belichick spent about 20 minutes after the game with him talking. So then they went into office later. So you know what? At the end of the day, like – Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to believe, not to believe. If they say there's nothing to it, and that's you just have to take that for what it is. Belichick has never that guy. The one thing you can say is Belichick's never been that guy after a game to make a big public spectacle and never wants to make it about him. And he was not about to make it about him in that in that moment in time either. No, Correct. you're right. You're right, David. I mean, that's no. my opinion. It doesn't mean that I'm right. Just my opinion no, is he's I never gonna make it about getting... him. I was getting a little bit of discussion started, but it, it, it's funny too. And then it makes you think that Brady missed that plane back to Tampa Bay, but you know, I don't think know. I don't think Brady missed the plane back to Tampa Bay to go um hang in the office. To get, no, I was saying to go to a bar and um have girls dance on him like other coaches. Yeah, well, he's got you know, <laughs> he's out. Like, why would he want anybody else? All right, so let's wrap this up with our pick, Super Seven. Uh, just a recap from last week. Uh, I think Spencer, I'm. Coach, how 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 did you do last week, Coach? I went six and one. Wow, Jesus! Flaming hot fires. I went out on a couple. I went out on an island. Uh, Spencer went two and five, and you went four and two. Just a winner. uh, We had the suicide. Uh, I took Seattle. They won. Spencer, who did you take again? I took Green Bay. They won. Uh, And the Bills, Bills, which is a big win. So uh, touche. So I guess that, that would make us that's seven and one uh, with the suicide. Well, who lost the suicide? If you seven, if someone lost the suicide, they're done. Yeah, but no one, I, no one lost. Oh, you said seven and one. If if you lost, if you, if you attack that game one, the suicide it would be seven and one. So it was six and six and one, David. I went six and one, and then the suicide pick was seven. It makes it seven. Oh no, no, we're not attacking those games on the suicide oh, is a completely oh, different thing, coach. I mean, that's a that's a whole whatever different you want to do. Whatever you want to do. All right. So here well, we go. Let's 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 uh let's make the picks. Um I don't know how you want to do this, David. Uh, I sent the list um yesterday. I have I have it right here. Okay. Just um all around Robin who starts first. It's fine. You you could start first, I could start first, it doesn't matter. All Spencer right, start first. Spencer, you want to start first? You start first. Seattle at the Rams. But, but are we gonna? I, I Spencer, read... you start first. Uh, right. You'll go really Spencer, hard. me, coach. That's the way we'll go. Go, Spencer. Seattle at the Rams. There's, there's only one obvious choice, and I'll, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. Uh... Today, Spencer, I don't have all day. Well, like David you. said he was taking the Patriots, so I don't want to take the Patriots too. I mean, I guess I'll take the Patriots. 
What? Yeah, I don't want the ribs, moron. <laughs> oh, I it was, I'll, I'll take the ramps. I thought it was suicide. <laughs> Stay off the CPD for like five minutes. <laughs> I'm living in. I'm living in a universe that's not Earth right now. God, David. So what, what did Spencer say? The Rams? Yeah, yeah I took the Rams. I'm gonna take the Rams also on this one. Yeah, I think all of us are riding the Rams on that one. Way to go, Spencer. Okay, David, Denver at Pittsburgh. Wow. I'm, I'm, Oh, man, I'm not sure if Teddy Bridge, what the status report Bridgewater is. I'm going to take Denver. I agree with you. I'm taking Denver. At Pitt, though, it's a tough one. I'm going on the island here. You on Pitt? Yeah. That's okay. I was very close to that, Spencer, to be honest with you. Yeah. Saints at the football team. I will ride with the football team. Spencer. Okay, let's see. I, I'm, go- I'm going out. I'm going to New Orleans. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Spencer on this one. I'm gonna go with New Orleans. Jameis seems to have this win one lose one. So I don't know. But coach is probably right. Coach has been all over the football team for a long time. The defense is gonna turn up for the Saints. Spencer Browns at Chargers. Good game. Oh, my AFC champ. The Chargers. I'm gonna go on Island on this one a little bit here. I'm gonna say the Browns. Coach is I'm gonna going. go Chargers. Okay. Okay. Mm, Herbert. The Jets at Atlanta in London. Wake up. Oh, Spencer, by the time you wake up, it'll be in the third quarter or something. Probably. Uh, by the time Spencer wakes up, this game is going to be over. David, go ahead. Um, I'm going to take um, – I'm gonna, I, I like what I see. I'll probably, I'll probably die with it, but I'll, I'll take the Jets. I will as well. Okay. I'll go the island. <laughs> Arthur Smith. Very cultural guy. That beard in London. This game will be on a Wi-Fi device. Okay. Eagles at uh, the Panthers. I I love misery, so I'm pulling for for the Panthers. So um, I'm going Panthers. Spencer. Let's do it. We might have a a clean sweep. Carolina. I I will take the Eagles in this one. Oh, the island. I don't think they're quite the same team without McCaffrey. I could be wrong. Bills, Chiefs. Spency, you're the last one. Bills, Chiefs. Uh, I'm the last of the first one, but I am the last place one. Get and I will go. <laughs> no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Coach? Uh, this is a... I know where he's going here. I'm going to go Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. I, I go really? Chiefs. Really? I thought you'd go Bills, man. You love the Bills. Yeah, I, I love Mahomes. It's because I, I traded Josh them. Allen. No, it's because I traded Josh Allen, so I get a root against him. All right. Uh, all right, boys. It was fun. Well, we got to uh, do our suicide picks, coach. Oh, suicide picks. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the Patriots. I think that's the, for me, that's the obvious pick this week. All right, David, Patriot, Spencer, Barwin. Can we pick the same team or should we go different? You can pick the same team. Suicide. So you. All right, let's go Patriots. All right. Uh... Um... I'll go. I'll go Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Oh, that is a great pick, actually. That's a really good pick. All right, wrap it up, David. All right, guys. Well, until next time, we got changing at times.